Hey kia ora guys, before we get into today's podcast, I wanted to take the opportunity to just say thank you to all those who attended the fundraiser Bunkai Jam event online. It was fantastic. We had people from uh, Cuba, from the States, from Canada, obviously from Okinawa and from Australia and a few other places too. It was really lovely to have the company of some really good friends pursuing this thing that we all really enjoy. There were some great ideas thrown out there. I want to also thank Pedro Bernardi Sensei and James Pankovic Sensei for taking time out of their busy schedules to support the initiative. I hope the people who attended had fun. I know I certainly did. I was very nervous about it, but I really enjoyed it. At the moment, I am busy editing a copy and when I'm doing editing, it's generally getting rid of a lot of my nervous yab, of which there is a lot in the Bunkai Jam. So I'm doing an edit. I'll do a an accompanying podcast and put a link in the description when I've done. And hopefully you can enjoy the fun and games that we all had on um, the on the day so yeah again thank you to all my friends who have been so kind in contributing to my trip to Okinawa um, we're closing that now we I'm not really great at asking for money and it feels odd to actually say give me money to do something I love but for all those that have and for all the good wishes and the positivity that's come back just want to say a big invisible sensei thank you so much and I hope you enjoy today's podcast. Keep an ear out and an eye out for the Bunkai Jam edit. Okay, guys, take care and look forward to uh, catching up with you soon. So there's no real easy way to say it. The other night, I totally lost my shit. And I got angry and I directed that anger out. And yeah, it was not my finest moment. So let me tell you the first world problems that I have. For my dojo, one of the things that I like to do, and some people have frowned on it, some people have opinions, positive and negative about it, but what I do is, in all my sessions, if you come to my dojo, I love to have music playing. So I have this large Bluetooth speaker, which was not cheap, that uh, we bought specifically for the job, and as is the way... I have the dojo that I'm broadcasting to you now, which is my personal and private dojo uh, here at home. And then I have what's called the red dojo, which is not as intimidating as it sounds. Red because it's an old drama room in a disused high school and it has red carpet. So there's no deep and meaningful story as to why that's red. And then just like many practitioners and many instructors, I teach out of an intermediate school a couple of nights a week. I have great students. And so yes, I like to have a little bit of music. I always have. I think it started when I was younger and I remember saying to the late great Tiro Chinan Sensei as a cheeky little <clears throat> shit, um, Sensei... <laughs> How do you keep your Walkman, and that's how far we're going back, keep your Walkman on when you're punching Makiwara? Um, let us just say that he was not impressed, and rightfully so, and I did learn the error of my ways. So, yeah, I like to have music. I like to have some sounds, to some ambient music. A, a student of mine once said, oh, it's really nice to have something which fills those gaps. And uh, I suppose the gap that's being filled is <laughs> my instruction. So anyway, I have this wonderful contraption and um, 
like many of us, I had to I have to lug it in every couple of nights a week in the back of my truck and then take all the gear in and pads and boards and ski and all that sort of stuff and, and also this big stereo speaker. So go in, have a great session with my students, um, unplug it all and I'm having a great kind of a catch up after class. Any martial artist will know um, getting home on time is often a little bit of a chore when you're catching up with your friends uh, in the dojo or the kun or the gym or wherever. It's that kind of catch-up, everyone's in a good sort of place, you've just had a good train, you've got a bit of a sweat on, and yeah, the the positivity just kind of, you know, flows, and you sort of hang around for a little longer than you should, just talking about, you know, what's been going on. Not necessarily martial arts, but, you know, just doing the catch-up. So I walked out, and I took this big bag, and then I just, my mind was elsewhere, and I left the Bluetooth speaker on the step of the school in front of where we train and I'd locked up and there's a it's quite a shall we say a really busy school a lot of people walk past it so I left the speaker in plain view on the front doorstep of the school office and then proceeded to get into the truck and drive home cut to the following morning and I thought hey I'm gonna I'm feeling young, so I'm going to get up early and go to the dojo, take take my sounds and have a little bit of a um, training session and have some music playing, you know, so I can fool myself into believing that I'm still young. And it's a training montage kind of a thing. Anyway, uh, I go to the, get up, you know, knock a half a dozen things over on the way out to the car and trying to be stealthy and not wake up till the say anyway. That, well, I wasn't successful in that, but I got out to the truck, put my gear and my ball and a couple other things in the back, and I was just checking to see if I had the stereo, which, you know, like I said, was not cheap. And I check inside the training bag, and I'm looking all around in the in the car, and then I look in the gym and all these other places trying to think, oh, I must have taken it inside last night. When I realised, no, I don't remember taking it out of the car, and actually, if I'm being honest, I wasn't sure that I put it in the car. I definitely knew I took it to training. So what I did was I walked around the house getting madder and madder, and then by the time I realised that I had lost it, I, I went back down to the school, had a look on the doorstep, and that was, was gone. I didn't expect it to be there. The school didn't have, have it. I went to the school later in the day, and they... They had, it hadn't been handed in and it wasn't in the foyer or anything like that. So I pretty much, as I said in the beginning of this, lost my shit. I really, really lost my shit. Um, not at anyone, but mainly at myself. Um, and I'm talking about in the early hours of the morning before I'd gone to the school and so on and so forth. I know a complex story. And I remember at 6 o'clock in the morning, I go to that step. I don't know if I'm actually expecting it to be there, but it's not there. And I'm faced with a choice. The choice is go to the dojo, stick to the plan, go and do an hour and a half or whatever of training, um, or go home, have a big coffee, get really mad, continue to berate myself, probably be short-tempered, and short-tempered with everyone in the house, as I often am in my frail dosage. Well, short-tempered for me. And... So I thought I might as well go to the dojo. So went to the dojo and punched my kiwara. 
I love Makiwara. I'm a big fan of Makiwara. Did some breakfalls, break some kata, sort of had my knee braces on so my knee wasn't sort of jacked up as it usually is. Did some kubudo, lifted some weights. You know, just had a pretty good session to be totally honest. And before getting to the dojo, I was just kind of berating myself in all sorts of really negative ways and just being really unkind to myself. Anger is something that I have always struggled with and not so much in the sense that I externalize it in the sense that I'm mean or angry to other people but I tend have tended in the past to punish myself for perceived weaknesses or just not living up to some kind of perfectionist tendency that I've honed over the years so I have this great training session and I spend a little bit of time and I just do some breathing, I had to take time to do a little bit of meditation. And by the time I get back to the house to make some coffee and just kind of start the day and get ready for work, I'm in a much calmer place. And even though I'm angry and even though I am frustrated with myself, I'm able to identify the anger. And I went into my day being a little bit pissed off with myself to be totally honest it threw me out but it didn't last that sort of behavior in the past for me has lasted for months sometimes years and through the training it just kind of grounded me I guess in that in that moment and I was able to let it go a lot quicker than what I usually am able to and I did not stay angry at myself and I guess it's a there's a saying in, in Māori, which is basically, I guess, kei sera sera, or sera sera. This is the famous saying, and, and song of the same name. And I think it's one of the things that I'm reflecting on is the immediacy of the martial arts in terms of how I apply it in my life now. I often find myself comparing myself to who I used to be and what I used to be able to do and I guess I used to rate myself by my spinning hook kick by my ushiro moshigiri um, and there was kind of an element of I don't want to win an engagement I want to look good doing it and so I think I've always had a fairly large ego <laughs> and I think when you're angry with yourself and at yourself it can be quite easy to go over the top in the sense that you know you find these little subtle ways to kind of punish yourself and kind of yeah just play into that whole negative self-talk and I think that's what martial arts of any style is really good at in that it brings us back into our body it operates on a different level and it helps keep everything in perspective so by the end of the day I kind of let it go. I'd come home and I was sitting with Tiawa Sensei and we were sitting there having a bit of a, a talk and of course she didn't stress it. It was just one of those things that kind of happened. And it took me where it took you probably two minutes to get there. It took me a whole day and a good session in the dojo and then another good session in the dojo and punching some makiwara. The point I'm trying to make is though, how are we applying the martial arts? in our lives, in our day-to-day -day lives. 
how are we finding ways to apply it in a way that benefits not just us, not just ourselves in terms of physical fitness and flexibility and strength and all those great things, not knocking that, but how do we do it so it benefits our wives, our husbands, our children, our boyfriends, our girlfriends, our other positive parts? How do we find ways that martial arts impacts that? Well, I'm trying to find a way to be kinder to myself. I find if I'm kinder to myself, I'm also kinder to others. And I don't mean being kind in the sense that, yes, I should get a PS6. That is, I'm being very kind to myself. But in the sense that I give myself a break, that I would probably extend to someone else, but not myself. So I'm really enjoying applying karate to my everyday life, finding ways to make my life better and and handle the those little things, those annoying little things that happen in a more positive and long-lasting way. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just hysteria, right? But it's also just hysteria that someone found and brought back to us. So, problem solved. But I'm very grateful to have gone on that little journey, if not in the world, in my own head, in my own heart, in my own spirit. Hope you're training well wherever you are and thinking about how you can apply your martial arts to more than just the opponent you see in the dojo. Maybe it's about making a friend of the opponent in the mirror.